1: This week's Ask the Politics Guide's question comes from Chris, who lives near Chester, England.
0: Hi, Chris. Another from
1: England. Yeah, we we have a big, yeah, it's one of our our biggest international sites. Um, Okay, Chris writes, does the U.S. suffer from voter fatigue due to Democratic overload?
0: Well, I, I, for one, am exhausted. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> we
1: might be a little atypical, but yeah, uh, I, think, I think it's an interesting question. I think it's especially interesting coming from one of our, uh, one of our listeners in the UK because, you know, I, I know, about three quarters of our audience roughly comes from the United States. And so for us, I think maybe the pace of elections, of, of national elections is, you know, we're, we're used to that. But, you know, I, I did a little research, and we're we're a little different from a lot of other countries. Like, for instance, Jay, you know this, and most of our audience we know, we have, we, have, we have national elections every two years, right? Right. So over the past 30 years, we've had, do the math, 15 national elections, right? Right. Whereas in the UK, they've only had seven. Wow. Yeah, they had general elections in 2015, 2010, 2005, you get the point, you know, so forth. You know, it's the same – are pretty similar in Australia. Australia actually is our second largest audience uh, outside of the uh, U.S. They've had 10 federal elections in the last 30 years. Canada's similar. Nine elections in the last 30 years. Norway, oddly, Norway is our number four international audience. I don't, I don't know what we're doing that interests people in Norway, but we're glad to have you. Uh, they've had seven parliamentary elections in the last 30 years. Germany, eight federal elections in the last 30 years. You get the point. Right. I mean, right. we have right. a lot more elections than a lot of other places. And given that, you know, I could understand where it just seems like we're always having elections. It feels that way to me. That's for sure.
0: So and that doesn't even include uh, state and local elections.
1: Yeah, e- even more. And of course, when I'm talking yeah. about these these other countries, I'm not including that as well. But right. we do tend to be a lot more into elections than a lot of other uh, uh, rich, uh, developed countries. And. You know, there are a couple couple things about this. First off, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And, and secondly, and more to Chris's question, does that affect voters? Do people just get tired of all this politics, all these elections of constantly having to choose? What do you think, Jay?
0: Well, I, I think, it, it. you know, in the U.S., we've got a sort of a funny situation where we have the people who vote all the time and we have people who vote in presidential elections and we, we really have sort of two different electorates.
1: Yeah, there's roughly 20 percent – 20 percent higher voter turnout during presidential elections, maybe somewhere in the high 50s, low 60s, and then about 20 percent lower during those midterm elections, which is yeah. a lot lower than a lot of other – than a lot of other countries who have fewer elections. So,
0: there And go. it may be just because, hey, it's not as often and we better get out here and do it as opposed to uh, with us of, well, hey, we're voting pretty soon again anyway, so <laughs> – i mean no i mean i think that might be a factor um when you think about it and i i've never thought about it that way is that maybe other countries have higher participation rates because the elections are are fewer um and and you don't have that fatigue um you know i guess that what what is a little troubling is two years in some sense seems like a long time uh but really it isn't and it seems to get shorter all all the time oh yeah uh, and that as soon as someone is elected to to uh Congress the House of Representatives, they have to be running again um and and that's that's difficult it takes time away from um uh from the actual business of of uh, uh, representing your district um, you know but by the same token you know the system was designed that the house would be more representative and would be more attuned to the uh, transitory wishes of the, the public uh, for good or bad. Um, you
1: know, I, I think part part of the problem is, well, I mean, in terms of the frequency of elections, certainly they can be too frequent. No one would suggest that we would want to have elections every six months or every year. But how frequent is is frequent enough? And I, I think you can make a good case that we've sort of erred on the side of being too frequent, and I, I, you know, we've talked about this a little bit in the past in our show on what things we might change in the Constitution, I think, I think having a, uh, elections every two years is, is, is too much. Honestly, not that I would necessarily change it now because we're sort of stuck with that. But I can certainly see how people just get tired of it and just tune out, essentially. I think another point, though, is that because unlike most other big industrialized countries, we are not a parliamentary system. That means every other election is what we call a midterm election, which means that control of the executive branch is not up for grabs. And so those elections tend to be to most voters' minds, lower stakes. Whereas in parliamentary systems, that's not the case. Control of the government can be, you know, a thing in, in every election. And so people are going to turn out more and be more interested, I would think.
0: Yeah, yeah. That Again, that's – quite honestly, that's a point I've never really thought about. Um, you know, so often in our midterm elections, it it is – although recently – when I say recently i i'd say probably the last twenty years they uh they've been more nationalized uh typically it's it's one person running against some other person uh, to represent uh, a particular district uh and so often you know the districts are are drawn to the to the uh, uh, to the extent that there's not competitive races uh so so that also can can lower turnout if it's not even competitive um so is is there is there fatigue i it, again i guess it's hard for me to say because this is sort of the only system i've ever known yeah well i, you know I, what ser- I mean and this is sort of the way it's always been and i, I guess i never thought about it that way
1: I, I think you can make a case that if not uh, fatigue a certain amount of uh disgust disenchantment and i think the reason i would argue that more frequent elections might lead to something like that is the difference between what I guess I would call uh, election mode and governing mode. And what I mean by that is election mode is the mode that politicians, candidates go into when they're looking for your vote. Whereas governing mode is, of course, what they're doing between elections. And when you have more frequent elections, you tend to have politicians much more in election mode. And I think a critical difference here is that when you're in election mode, you do two things, a lot more. Number one, you make big promises. Uh, and number two, you cut down your opponent. And I think uh, in terms of the big promises, people get sick of the big promises because they seem like well BS. Because yeah. that's what you do—you overpromise during elections, and then you blame the other side when you can't, uh, you know, when you can't accomplish those things you promised. And also, of course, the negative campaigning, which I think a lot of people get disgusted by, but the fact is, it actually—you know—it tends to work. It keys into some pre-existing sort of cognitive biases we have. But the more you're running for reelection the more you're going to expose people to that and i think the more people are just going to get sick of it. so to me there's a certain logic to more elections causing people to just say god i'm just so tired of this and i'm going to go and watch you know dancing with the stars or something like that and you know and and DVR, you know past the past the commercials and so forth. Uh,
0: yeah i think that's right about the governing mode versus the election mode and and when you're in permanent election mode uh, you're always looking to to draw the, the bright line distinction between you and the other party, uh which which necessarily results in more government gridlock, for good or bad. Uh, but you know, something that's curious is this primary season, um turnout has been has been much higher mm-hmm. uh, than before. And and you know, again it's it's a weird sort of sort of thing of now these you know i don't know if they're tired but people or more people are showing up to vote for donald trump and and bernie sanders uh, are sort of bringing people into the process who had been sitting out uh, right uh, most likely and again you you're the you're the guy who's got more of the the numbers on that but that's that's my sense of things
1: yeah yeah I, I think maybe there's a distinction there that people tend to be more more fatigued or more disgusted when they feel like they don't have any sort of a different option that's the same old thing on each side. And pretty clearly on both the Democratic and Republican sides here for the presidential races, each side has been able to offer a candidate who is not by any means the same old thing. And that can be very energizing, I think. But for the most part, in most of these races, uh, you're not going to see that sort of thing. There's a, you know, Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders are are unique individuals for various reasons, whereas in most of your typical congressional races, even in most of your Presidential races, you get people who fit into very you know standard right. sort of categories, and so it feels like same old, same old. Because mostly it is, you know, and that gets that gets boring, that gets tiring after a while to a lot of folks, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there also though there there are a group there are people who feel very energized by by voting.
1: Yeah, that's um, a minority, obviously, but sure. Yeah, uh, and and so yeah,
0: I. Again, I'll tell you, this is, a, this is a funny question because I'd never really thought of things that way. Yeah. Um, I think it's but, one, one of the – you know, you know, maybe the better way to put it is do we get campaign fatigue? God, yeah. And, and I can yeah, definitely say good, yeah. yes, yes, we get – yeah, campaign fatigue is probably the better way to put it as opposed to election fatigue. Well,
1: and that's, another, you know, that's another big difference between us and a lot of other countries that in many ways are like us is that our campaigns tend to go on for a lot longer. than than theirs do. And so it's really easy to get burned out. I mean, there's only so much you can say there's only it's there's only so it's not like policy positions unless you're Donald Trump are going to shift radically from month to month and it becomes tiring and you look for you you look for stuff almost to 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 make up if you're you know I think a lot of the media does that I don't feel like we know absolutely yeah and so so I can totally I can totally understand that you know absolutely and and I think that's a big problem and I would love to see our campaigns be our presidential campaigns especially be shorter and more focused but I don't that's certainly not in the cards you know yeah but all right i think that pretty much addresses chris's question wouldn't you say i think so all right all right well thanks thanks very much for your for your question uh, Chris, and that is it for this episode of Ask the Politics Guys. Uh, if you have any questions for future episodes, or please, you know, send them in to us. Uh, you can send it to our our email at politicsguys at gmail or just message us at our Facebook page. It's facebook.com dot com slash politicsguys page. And once again, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, please, if you have a minute, it would really help us out if you would just rate the show and write a quick review. And finally, if you like the if you like what we're doing, why to be able to keep on doing it a donation even a buck or two the price of a set of four ounce bottle of sorry a set a single four ounce bottle of elmer's washable no run school glue would really help you'll find donation links on our site politicsguys.com ask the politics guys we'll be back next wednesday we hope you'll join us